Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Jason Tatum, newest member of the Boston Celtics. The man who drafted him last night is the president of basketball operations for the Boston Celtics. Danny Ainge joins us right now. Danny, thank you very much for taking a few minutes. I know it's been a busy couple of days for you. Yes, it has been very busy, but Dale, how yes. are you guys doing? We're doing great, and thanks. Rich, how's it going? Very good. All right, let's, let's start with, with the simplest question of all to start, I guess. Can you say definitively that if you had kept the first overall pick in the draft, you would have taken Jason Tatum? Yes. Would you like to elaborate? <laughs> <laughs> I did ask a simple yes yeah, or no question. Yeah, it's a yes or That's no question. All right, Danny, uh, what was your, yeah, do you if you don't mind? Do you want me to beat around the bush or what? No, no, hey, listen, you got right to it. I like it. So since you won't beat around the bush, I'm going to ask you this question. you got to give it to me right here. Could you tell us the top four on your draft board? Your, the Celtics draft board. Who, who, one, two, three, four. Um, I would have, I would, I, I usually don't ever do this, Mike, but. I would say that it was Jason, Josh, Markel, and Lonzo. Lonzo fourth. Now, and, and so how well, did no, you? Well, no, I'm not saying in that exact order. I'm just saying yeah. those are the top four. Okay, those are the top four guys on the board. And your, and your phone is going in and out sometimes, but uh, I, I'm hoping. And, and Jonathan, I would say Jonathan Isaac and, and Fox. I mean, the top six guys in the draft I thought were um, – not that there's like a separation. I, I think this draft was, you know, nine or ten guys deep. You just, you just never know who's going to turn out to be the best one when you're drafting kids at such a young age. But there, there was, there was nobody that stood out clearly, and yet there was a lot of good players. Okay, and and uh, now maybe we're overstating it, but it seems like uh, throughout the season and really leading up to the draft. The, the term unanimous kept coming up with uh, c- coming up with Markel Fultz. He's a unanimous number one overall choice. Uh, at least most people thought that. What was it about him that that you said and your staff said? Well, he's not unanimous for us, and we're going to go with Tatum. Is there anything or any couple things that stand out? No, not really. I mean, listen, there's, there's so many things that go into the evaluation of players. And like I said, it's very difficult when players are young. But, um, you know, Markel is a great kid. And um, I'm a fan. And, you know, I'm, I'm really rooting for him. He's, he's a terrific kid. And uh, I think he's going to be a good player. And I think Jason's going to be a good player. I think all these guys will be. And I don't really – I'm not going to pay as much attention to their rookie seasons because I'm guessing that based on our team and our – direction and, and where we stand you know Markel will get an opportunity to play a lot more and contribute more minutes 
than what Jason early on because of the depth of the rosters and, and so forth. But um, no, uh, there's there's nothing that nothing that just stood out that, um, and you know I won't share the all of the information why we made that decision. You sort of touched on how other rookies are going to be able to play more in other places. Did you guys get a sense at all that some of those players that were likely to go in the top five were a little apprehensive? Maybe that's why they didn't want to work out with you because they can go start for Philly or Phoenix or L.A. and they're going to have to really work for their minutes in Boston. Was that any kind of concern? Plus, you had to deal with that last year, and you'll likely have to deal with it again next year. Yeah, so I do think that's a factor. Uh, I don't think there's any question. I've heard that directly from a couple of agents, as a matter of fact. Um, and I appreciate that. I understand that. Um, you know, we had the same thing happen last year with Chris Dunn. Um, so I think that I get it. They they want to play. Um, players sometimes have shoe contract, you know, things where they get big bonuses, they get rookie of the year, or make the all-rookie team, and, and all of those things. But that's why I keep harping on the fact of how special Jalen Brown was last year and also how much I think Jalen can help Jason this year in, in managing that. I, I really don't believe that Jalen Brown would take a different situation over the, what he learned last year and playing, you know, significant minutes and crucial minutes in Eastern Conference playoff games um, in, at, as far as his development and what he saw and what he learned. So it's it's a longer process for us. We feel like we're not trying to put too much pressure on 19-year-olds. We've seen how that backfires in other organizations when they put too much too soon on kids. And we've also seen how it's had some success, too. But um, we don't feel like we need to throw them to the, to the wolves right out of the gate. And they can, if they're not playing bad, they sit. If, they, if they're playing well, they get to stay on the court a little longer. But I feel like, generally speaking, that's a more healthy environment. We're talking to Celtics president of basketball operations, Danny Ainge. Danny, from a logistical point of view, if you were interested in adding a free agent, and I assume you are, and were interested in acquiring a player in a trade, and you might be, do you have to do the free agent first before the trade? You know, it's not that simple. Um, the salary cap uh, can be very complex. I wish that was a simple question, but uh, either one could happen. Depending on the trade and what that does to us financially, uh, I think that there, but there are things that we'd like to do that would take a sequence. Uh, there would be a specific sequence that we would have to follow in order to, to get something done. Uh, Danny, how close were you to uh, making a trade last night, if you were close? Did you ever feel like, oh, we, we, we got something and, uh, hey, this is going to go down tonight? You know, Mike, you never know how close you are to a trade. Um, you know, I said this earlier today at the press conference, but it's like you're you're playing a game of poker, and uh, all you know is a full house wins, but you don't necessarily know how close everybody else was as they throw their cards in. Uh, I have no idea. I, I have no idea how close um, the other teams uh, that we talked with. I mean, in some cases I know because there were – short conversations and, and, and no deals done, but there's a lot of conversation. And um, because I don't know the, the hands or the cards that, that I'm 
my opponents are holding. I, I don't know the answer to that. Uh, and you, you also said earlier today that there's nothing to do in Sacramento. You can play poker out there, right? I know you you, <laughs> you were out there. When you played for the Kings, what would you do when you were a player? Hey, yeah, so that, that, I should have said it differently. You know what I should have said is I do retract that because I did enjoy my time in Sacramento. Uh, what I should have said is I was with Brad Stevens and Mike Zarin, and therefore there's, you know, if we were in Venice, we would it would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, you just had to throw those guys under the bus now. <laughs> All right, Danny, if hypothetically there was a player, a great player that you wanted to trade for who only had one year left on his deal, and that player has made it clear that he wants to go to a certain destination, would you be confident enough to trade for that player, and, and would it be worth it for one year? Would you think that you could convince him to stay longer? How, how would you go about a situation like that? Oh, that's beautifully praised. Thank um, you. Hypothetically, huh? Yes, okay, hypothetically, so of course. I think, that, I, I think it all depends on just what sort of risk you're willing to, to put forth and uh, what sort of probability you think might be what what's the probability of, of retaining him for fu- the future um i think again it's a it's a complex conclusion on those situations but i i don't i don't know a, a definitive answer to you the, the answer is yes there's some value for sure and how much value is is the big question I know I'm asking you another theoretical question, but do you foresee any circumstance in which you would be willing to trade either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? Um, I'm, I'm certainly not looking or anticipating that happening. Um, but of course, I mean, when when you play in a, uh, when you're in a business of basketball, and I think it's important for even young players to understand and appreciate. Um, where they are in the league and so forth, and understanding the business side of the game, um, when you know that, you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has been traded, and, I mean, some of the greatest players that have ever played the game of basketball have been have been traded. So certainly there's a price, and we all can be replaced. And I think that's a healthy way to feel as opposed to, you know, somebody that is above the team and the organization or the league itself. So, yeah, but uh, I don't anticipate or, and I'm not looking to do that. I'm guessing you've known for a while that, that Jason Tatum was going to be your guy, and you had the number one pick. We've all, we've all known that for over a month. So how did you approach it? Were, did you call Philadelphia, for example, and say, hey, are you interested in, in the number one pick? Or did you have several teams calling you and Philadelphia gave you the best proposal? There was a lot of conversation, and it was pretty clear before and after we made the trade that Philadelphia was the team that placed the most value on the top pick of this draft. And uh, there were a lot of com- conversations and a lot of proposals, but other teams felt mostly like us. Like, yeah, there's a some value in it, but not nearly what it might normally be. So this is all we will offer you to, 
to move up, you know, to from where we are. And so I think that most people looked at it like we did. And, you know, Philadelphia, to their credit, I mean, that was the guy they wanted. They they had Markel as the guy, like you said, the unanimous guy. And um, they went for it. Can I, can I tell you the only thing I don't like about the trade? Or do you care? Uh-huh. You probably, I don't think he cares. You probably don't care. Do don't you? First, you can tell me. You can tell me you don't care, and then I'll tell you <laughs> what I don't like about it. <laughs> Only thing I don't like about it is the conditions. It, it was there any? Was that a sticking point of? Hey, just give me the give me the pick without the two through five uh, protections. Was it just? Is that too hard for you to grasp that concept, or? <laughs> Complicated, Michael? Or is it just... Hey, Danny, Danny, listen. Danny, I... Oh, yes. It's a walk-off. Danny, Danny, I'll tell you this. I've known you... I've I've talked to you many times, and I don't think I ever uh, claimed that I was the brightest. So, you know, I never said said to you that I was a bright person. So so, so let me me tell you a little bit about that. But, I mean, so that was negotiated, obviously. I mean, we would prefer the pick have zero protections, um, but the fact is they had two potentially quality picks. Uh, there's a purpose for that in that we have two chances rather than just taking an unprotected pick um, from Los Angeles next year that Philly owns and or taking the Philadelphia pick that uh, unprotected that they owned. That's what, you know, they would have preferred that. But we're taking a chance. We had we so we wrote in the the bad pick protection. So if it's not a top five pick, and then you know we'll move it on to the next year's. So we have two chances at getting a, a top five pick. And um, so anyway, but the, that was that was negotiated. That was not easy to get negotiated. Um, we didn't feel like there was any room to do a deal. Negotiated either way. We finally settled on that through um, arduous negotiation. Last thing for me, Danny, what are the expectations for Ante Zizic and Gershon Yabuselli? Could one or both be on the active roster this year? Yeah, so, you know, I guess we need more time to evaluate that, but most likely, yeah, we like those guys. Um, we think they're terrific, have our, our two young, terrific players. Um, but you know we got a lot of work to do to put our roster together. This this next month is going to be um, trying to figure all that out. Right all along. Danny, we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us and uh, catch us up on what's going on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.